you are now rocking to DWL, Dream Without Limits Radio. Alright, and you're back on another episode of Dream Without Limits Radio. It is your favorite host, Alexander, here, and I'm with my main man, Jake Thompson. Uh, Jake isn't your normal CEO because he's a chief encouragement officer, which isn't like the normal uh, realms of how people do things. But if you guys don't know about Compete Every Day, we'll probably, and we will, get into that uh, before launching this 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 amazing platform and, and motivational journey. Uh, Jake has been a consultant, a writer social media enthusiasts, and I mean, the list kind of goes on and on. So, Jake, we do appreciate you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Now, kind of give the people a little insight to Jake. Who are you? Where you're from? Why are you living out your dreams right now and how are you doing it? Uh, man, so, uh, Jake, I'm, I'm actually based out of Dallas, uh, born and raised here in Texas, uh, spent couple years in the consulting business world really wanting to break out of that and build a bigger legacy. I got caught into the rat race of pursuing nothing but money at the time and, and looked up and realized you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now or even after I'm gone, what kind of legacy have I left behind? And I was very fortunate. My dad was an entrepreneur. Uh, grandfather was to a degree. They had Grandfather had a construction business. Dad had uh, chain of gas stations in East Texas. So I, I worked from an early age, but I kind of got to see entrepreneurship from the side and understand a little bit of that. But uh, wanted to just encourage and build a legacy. And so me being crazy enough to think I could do something without having any background experience, mm-hmm. I had this idea of competing for your life and what would it look like if somebody's life was on fire and competing for it. Mm-hmm. And so I decided after tinkering with about five or six projects to go the route of apparel. And so I put some money I'd saved up for a vacation into two boxes of t-shirts. Started selling out of the back of my car in May of 11 and it's been a fun adventure since. And that's May 11 of what year? Uh, so May 2011. So we hit our three year anniversary in uh, last month. Oh wow. Oh wow. So how was that, that grind? Like you're selling t-shirts out of the back of your car. I'm sure people were calling you crazy, uh, ridiculous. How could you be doing this? You know, it was really, I was very fortunate that I had some great support people around me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm very much about who you align yourself with, who you choose to live life with. Mm -hmm. It's huge, paramount. Um, You don't want to be surrounded by yes men that are always going to agree with you. Uh, but you're also going to need those people as well as those people that are going to push you when you need to be pushed and just keep your focus on the important things um, because that's the difficult part of the journey is you get beat down. And, and for me, it was really a patience issue. As you look at, and I've talked to a couple of people about this idea, but when we go on social media especially, we see these people doing awesome things. And it, it's there's an article actually that's been surfacing a little bit online lately about 
quit comparing what you see online to like your life because we all post just our highlight tapes. Mm-hmm. It's, going, it's like going on Sports Center and watching the top 10 and not seeing all the mess ups that they had all game long. And so that's how we are with social is we see all these highlights, but we never see the behind the scenes. And so especially my first couple of years, I struggled with that because I'd see groups doing stuff and you're thinking, man, they're selling like millions of t-shirts and why is this working? It's not working for us. And you just play mental battles over and over again. Uh, but you really have to commit to it and commit to what you want to do. And, and for me, it was the idea of this message of competing for your life against all odds, whatever that looks like to you. Quitting is not an option. Mm-hmm. And so quitting obviously could not be an option for me building the business because it was not an option in our message and what I was trying to encourage others with. And so you just learn trial by fire. Uh, you know, if I could go back, there's obviously a lot of things I wouldn't have spent money on early. I would have probably done some marketing and branding differently, especially coming out of the gate. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that until you try. Right. And I think everybody should – somebody said this, and I, I'm going to butcher it and not give them credit because uh, I can't remember who said it. But you should always be embarrassed of your first product. Mm-hmm. Like you should look back and be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Like, oh, please – burn the pictures like let nobody ever see that right, right. But like you put something bad out and then you just kind of roll with it um and so being fortunate to have friends that were very supportive of the process and me going uh helped awesome awesome now as you you move forward you know what will continue to separate your brand from you know any other you know clothing companies or motivational uh, apparel or whatever's going on. What's going to continue to differentiate differentiate you guys from the masses? Well, you know I think we've been very fortunate in that we've built a great brand message. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the groups that we see and, and that you see in the marketplace have have a great product, um, a great technical piece. If you're in the active workout space or a really comfortable shirt. But there's not a lot of brand message behind that for some. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, there's some awesome groups with amazing messages, uh, but don't have as strong as a visual look or branding identity or design. Mm-hmm. And I think one of our advantages has been our creative and branding team and our me- and our uh, just overall brand message have merged together that we can put out some visually awesome work, mm-hmm. uh, really supported by a strong message. And going forward for us, you know, our eyes are set at the top of the industry. We're, we're not content to kind of be a, a mid-level apparel group. We're, we're looking at the big fish in the pond. And so we will, over the next four or five months, release some technical workout pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have a, a new shirt and tank top coming out this year that will be performance fabric, a performance-focused shirt. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also have some more lifestyle offerings. So it's going to be very much a couple of brands in the space have done really well with technical workout gear as mm-hmm. well as lifestyle wear. And that's really where our focus is, is having the opportunity to do both because our brand, we feel, hits both. Uh, similar to kind of one of the brands that inspired me, Life is Good. Mm-hmm. Those touch every age, every background, anyone. Because... To somebody, life is good. There's some reason life is good. And so with us, your life and the things you do, the people you surround yourself with, the goals you have are worth competing for. And so it's looked different from me to you, but you still have that ability to compete for it. And so we feel that's a huge advantage for us going forward. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I've had this conversation with other clothing designers 
and you know I, I tell them hey guys when when we first started on our end we gave people too many options and so that really hurt us you know how can you attest to that you know you try to give people like different colors sizes and you, you you're thinking like Walmart because when you go in there you see all of this other things and different sizes colors shapes and you're like oh why wouldn't I start off giving people all of this stuff but speak on that and how giving people too many options with this clothing industry and t-shirt industry which is a big field how it hurts the t-shirt designer you know it does from a standpoint of, well one from the ownership side you carry way too much inventory right uh, and we you definitely just don't want to be stuck with lost inventory but two you know, we've tested a bunch of that at shows. We'll go to some shows, and we used to have just racks upon racks of shirts. And so you would see, you know, 40, 50 options. It may be less designs, but there's so many colors and options. Mm-hmm. It kind of becomes overwhelming for people. Right. And so they, they're they more hesitant to make that decision to buy something where now we probably put on display 10 to 12 shirts now, granted, when you walk into a booth at one of our live shows or something like that, you'll see 10 to 12 shirts. Mm-hmm. And we have a we have a men's cut, a women's cut, or, or some of those will have a tank top in. Mm-hmm. You only see 10 to 12 designs. Right. So all of a sudden, we've taken it from like 40 options down to 10 to 12. Right. And so you really focused in on what you want. And so that helps the consumer really go in and make a decision better and they're not feel like they're overwhelmed and walk out. It's like the kid that walks into the candy store right. and has no idea what to buy and ends up just getting like a fireball from the front right. instead of something awesome because they just there were too many options for them. And so for us, you know, the biggest transition for us is seasonal, trying to change that stuff out, mm-hmm. get rid of our older stuff, our older colors and styles, not replace them, get the new stuff in. Mm-hmm. And so usually, and we're still young, so you know, going right now, just having our third year, we're really starting to get into that seasonal calendar. So this has kind of been a spring summer transition period for us so that we know fall and then winter and spring of next year, exactly what we want visible in the store. And so we'll start to run down on items. We'll take them out of the store. We'll try and move them online or offline or through wholesale. Mm. Uh, Just get rid of those last few items. But yeah, I mean, if you can limit that option, uh, it's a little bit easier for people to decide what they want and make that purchasing habit. Now, and to a lot of our, our listeners, you know, who are starting something, whether it's, you know, a t-shirt apparel, whether it's a, a cupcake shop, blogs, how important is it to know your price offer? You know, because a lot of people will try to talk you down. Hey, bro, let me get this for five, ten bucks, man. Like, you know, I'm your boy. You know, how do you stick to your price and say shut up i don't care how low you're trying to talk me down this isn't a car sale you know yeah and people it's funny because people always negotiate at events and shows and and just you know try to make a deal which is funny and you know there's some groups that if they're buying lots will obviously do bundles and deals for them Mm. Uh, but for the most part you know you need to know what your costs are Mm-hmm. without a doubt you need to know what you need to make and so you need to price it accurately within the companies you're competing against mm-hmm. uh, you have the ability to price higher you feel if you have a stronger brand and a better product uh, if you're just trying to move a lot of stuff you're obviously going to price it down a little bit or do bundle sales mm-hmm. uh, you need to stick with it um, because people always try and get it for less than right. what it's worth 
but if you'll stick to your guns, most of them still will continue to purchase and buy from you if they have a great relationship, regardless of whether they've been able to haggle you over price. Right. Now, have you built some relationships with, because a lot of people don't understand the vendor space either. So have you built some relationships so that you can go into the vendor space and not have enemies, but you know now you have people who, are, who don't mind pointing to your booth and saying, hey, yeah, check out Jake's Table 2 before you leave. Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's just a lot of just building relationships in general. Um, you know, I want to go around when we're at different shows and you, you want to get to know the other people you're at shows with and mm-hmm. events, especially because you're out of a lot of the same events all the time. And so you see people, mm-hmm. uh, even apparel groups. I mean, there's some other apparel groups that we see at major events throughout the year that you would think we're direct competitors. But we're not. I mean, you're not. And when you start looking at the brands, like one brand, for instance, focuses solely on mothers, women's, and and little kids. And it's bright neon, and it's a completely different look and feel, and completely different audience than than we are and what we're going for. And so I've actually got to be good friends with this couple that own that company because we see each other at all events. And Mm. so if we need somebody to watch the booth or, hey, can you pick this thing up, that kind of thing, it's a good relationship. Uh, You don't ever want to burn the bridges because you just never know when you might need the help um, or the referral. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's always a matter of just treat everybody equally. Treat people like – essentially treat every person like they're wearing a sign that says, make me feel awesome. Right. And when you go around doing that, like it's great. And you build great relationships regardless if they're a competitor or not. There's groups we compete against that I'm still good friends and and solid relationships with those people um, outside of business. Right now, and, and you know, kind of shifting, you know, into the the motivation, which is your apparel. How important is it to never give up, or you know, never to stop training, never to stop working, never to stop pushing for whatever it is, whether it's fitness, whether it's uh, your job, your career, whatever. How important is that for you? I think. I mean, I think it's uh, paramount. It, it is the thing, simply from a standpoint of. So many people today stop short. I mean, when things get tough, when things get difficult, there's a lot of quitting uh, because it's the easy thing to do now. Mm -hmm. It's the easy thing to get out of. Um, And unfortunately, so many people do that. You know, there's a, I don't know if you've seen the graphic, it's like the two guys with axe picks and they're going through a tunnel Mm -hmm. and one guy's continually going and the other guy quits. And you see him walking back out, and he's literally maybe two swings of the axe right. from like a pile of diamonds. Yeah. And so, regardless of what you do in your life, I firmly believe perseverance is the key to victory. Gotcha. Regardless of the situation. I mean, if you're training for a fitness goal, or you're trying to build a business, or get through school, or just survive life as a parent or a single parent for that matter, like persevering changes everything because not only. Does it change your habits, your life, get you to that end? But it also, everybody watches everybody else. And so the people around you that see you continue to persevere mm-hmm. become inspired by that and want to do that in their life and want to know how you are able to do that. And so it gives you that platform to share and spread. Gotcha. And, and what's the biggest story that you had? Maybe a customer's like, hey, Jake, I bought you apparel. And like, oh, my God, my life. Like, it was something you said or did or a post you made and like, Man, thank you. You know what? Share maybe one of those moments with us. You know, we've got we we get some really cool emails from people, um, and, and trying to draw back on on some. We had a post 
Uh, some of the coolest ones we get, I'll say this, is when we send out through our app, we'll send out quotes and posts and reminders throughout the week just because during the middle of the week we get so beat down. And so it's pretty cool seeing stuff on Instagram pop up that mm. we're like, I needed this today. Uh, but, but probably one of the coolest ones was last summer, uh, just under a year ago, we had an event that just tanked for us. I mean, tanked. And took a big hit financially. Wasn't at all what I was expecting or wanting. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of the event just kind of crushed. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, I ended up writing a blog post about it, just saying, you know, this sucked. But you know, Walt Disney says sometimes a, a kick in the in the face is the best thing for you. A kick in the teeth is the best medicine. Right. And so I was, this big setback is what's going to propel us to future success. Right. And that was absolutely my mindset what I was committed to and I had a couple different people at an event the following month come up and say hey listen I saw that like that hit home with me so much um, I was going through some stuff and I just wanted to thank you for being open and writing about it because it really helped me focus of where I am mm -hmm. and so we see we I got something like that which is awesome and you always get the notes it, it's crazy how it works out but you always get just the cool customer letters at the right time, <laughs> right time. Um, I mean the crazy right time of people just wanting to reach out, say that they've had a great experience with you or, you know, Hey, I saw this shirt. This is what it inspired me to do kind of thing. And it really just keeps you going. Awesome, man. Awesome. And, and usually I usually ask every, uh, every uh, guest, uh, you know, what does dreaming without limits mean to them? But for you and, and your, what you're doing, what does the quote compete every day mean to you? And why should the listeners take that to heart and soul? To me, it means persevering for everything you want and everybody you love mm -hmm. as long as it takes. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's really putting that mindset that your life, your goals, your dreams are worth competing for. And that you will do whatever it takes to compete for them mm -hmm. um, and make sure that those things are above your own self-gain. And so that's kind of my mission is just to remind people of that, um, mm -hmm. to remind people that there's something inside them that's worth competing for, um, that they inside have the strength to compete for it. Right. Um, we just forget it. Uh, and so we, I want to be able to go around and just remind them, Subtle reminders that they do have the strength within them. They don't need outside sources, outside clothes. Like at the end of the day, we want to spread a message mm -hmm. because we believe people that live by that message will impact the world. Awesome, and man. so that's what our is. And so that's what it means to me. That's what I try and instill in all my interactions and really through everything we do. Awesome, awesome. And uh, you know, before we we close the episode, uh, who do you want to thank for getting you here, or you know, people on your team, or whatever? Well, I, I tell you what, man. First, thank you for having me on. Uh, you know, pretty awesome. We got to connect through Chris Brogan, mm -hmm. who's just been a huge supporter of Compete since we connected. Man, that guy is awesome. Right. And it's right. Fun watching his journey. Uh, really, our team, uh, you know, we've had a lot of people that have kind of believed in it from day one. Uh, some of our designers that work with us all the time now took a chance on some of our early work. Um, and really have bought into that. And so my guys over there and, and the set in stone guys, uh, as well as just our in-house team, you know, sure. those guys have made it work. Uh, but most of all, I'd probably just want to thank friends that have supported it and really the community. Uh, the people 
have made the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that have been with us from the beginning that have seen what we've come from to where we're growing and where we're going that have stood by it and, and always believed in that message, even when we may not have communicated it the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, our success is because of them, solely because of them. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, and where, where can they find you? Where can they reach out to you? How can they visit your site, Cops and Apparel, man? Yeah, man. Uh, check us out. <laughs> we're at everyday.com. Uh, we're all over social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just compete every day. Uh, you'll be able to find us, track us down. Uh, say hi. We've got people man in social media all the time, so we're always <laughs> interacting with Unity, uh, and we just love to connect. We always love interacting with new people. Awesome, awesome. And we just want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Dream Without Limits Radio. Please, guys, you know you you heard it. You know, compete every day. You know, with all your might and soul and whatever you got. As cliche as it sounds, it, it, it's a reason why it's so cliche because it truly is powerful to just do that. You know, every day. You know, as one of your shirts you have on, every day is a game six. You know, or every day is a, a fourth quarter. So, you know, we hope that our listeners take that to heart and please drop us a line and then let us know what did this episode do for you? you know where is a moment where you felt like you failed or where was your biggest failure and how did you guys learn from it how did you guys rise above you know that moment where everything crashed and come crumbled into the ground and you know how did you move forward because obviously we want to empower everyone who listens to this platform so please leave your comments feelings thoughts and follow these guys they're amazing and yeah so there's only more greatness to come from dream without limits radio and thank you again jake thanks